0: Hey, good morning or afternoon, evening, whatever time it is that you are listening to this. For me, it is almost lunchtime, but I wanted to record this before I have my lunch. This week's episode is going to be probably a a simple one because that's the topic that I want to explore. Simplification. Now, since the pretty much smash hit Marie Kondo and Uh, her Netflix series, which just to be honest, I have not seen. Uh, There's been a lot of talk around her approach to the magic of tidying up and finding joy in the things that we have and lots of talk about the importance of decluttering, which is actually a a great thing, I think. But I also believe that it extends to so much more than just clothes and knickknacks and things that we have in our home. Because simplifying your life is good on many, many levels. For example, it becomes easier to find things. Did you know there was a research study done in the States a year or so ago that showed that on average, people spend two and a half days a year looking for lost items? Two and a half days of your life. Spent looking for stuff that should just be where you thought you put it. So simplifying saves you that time. And when you've simplified, it's also so much easier to just get on with the things that really matter. So it's not just easy to find things. It's easier to do things that are important to you. You're not trying to do everything or be everything when you've simplified So it saves you time and it reduces stress, the stress of feeling like it's just all too much, too much going on, too much clutter, too much stuff, too many thoughts, too many ideas. When you've simplified, you can make things actually happen and generally get better results. A classic example of that is Dyson vacuum cleaners. Now, I'm not the expert in this, But my understanding is that part of the approach that they took was removing as many parts as possible from traditional vacuum cleaners to get to, I guess, the minimal viable design that created the most efficient tool to do the job. And through all of that, taking things out, simplifying, that is a multi-million dollar product range. So... That's a good example of the benefit of simplification. I found a little quote that jumped out at me a little bit when I was thinking about doing this episode. And this quote is by a man called Hans Hoffmann, who I had never heard of before, but apparently he was a German artist and teacher. And he said, The ability to simplify means to eliminate the unnecessary so that the necessary may speak. And it stood out to me because I think it's applicable in so many ways and and not just speak as in language be heard, but just allowing space for things to rise up, to be seen So yeah, I really liked that. The ability to simplify means to eliminate the unnecessary so that the necessary may speak. And that requires us to decide what actually is necessary. And that's probably a topic for another episode. But I want to share with you today four ways that I am simplifying and and why I've been doing it. In case it helps you to find some insight or ideas, some areas that you could potentially benefit from simplifying. The first one is leveraging the council cleanup that was happening. So, in my suburb in Sydney, it, we have, I think, twice a year a um, council cleanup what's it called? A like hard rubbish day where you are allowed within certain guidelines to put hard rubbish, larger items generally, out on the curb and the council will come and take it away. And so it can often turn into a bit of a debacle in some areas where people just literally dump all of their stuff out on the street and it just is such a mess and I sometimes get a bit cranky about that because I just think it's rude that people just dump stuff and papers are blowing all down the street and all that sort of thing. The intention of it really is, you know, if you've got old broken furniture or things that are no longer working or that you've replaced or things that aren't generally easy that you can just put them in your standard weekly rubbish bin. That's the intention. But we had one of ours just last weekend and I actually was getting very excited about it and I used it as a great catalyst for me to really start to look actively for things in the house to get rid of. Unfortunately, Mick and I are not really hoarders, so we didn't really actually have that much stuff to put out, and I noticed that I was actually a bit disappointed by that, but there were still some things that I just sort of had gotten used to being around or taking up space or um, whatever, that when I was able to put them out on the curb and since they've gone, it feels so much more open even though there was only a few things you know for example there was my old office chair that I had I think for I don't know seven ten years something like that and I'd had it for ages and the wheel one of the wheels had fallen off and I tried so many different ways to fix it I was being really MacGyver and at one point I had a rock and a thing and I was trying to jam it in but it just it was not something that could be repaired and I had been intending to get Mick to help me take it to the tip but we just hadn't got around to doing that so it was just sitting around and I kept getting used to just sort of walking around it but sometimes it's good to have some sort of markers to prompt you to do certain things instead of just kind of clocking it as oh yeah one day or I'll get to that, or at some point I'll do that, or whatever the one day someday approach is in our brain. I actually remember another example of this from uh, quite a while ago now. I had a, a pair of red suede heels, high heel shoes, and I, I think I'd worn them and they'd got a little bit scuffed or dirty. And so I put them in the laundry and I was intending to clean and scotch guard them. Those shoes sat there for oh at least six months if not more to be honest and Mick would regularly have a go at me about what's happening with the red shoes what are you doing with the shoes what's happening with the shoes you still haven't done them blah blah, blah. I ended up donating them to good Samaritans because I figured that if they could sit in the laundry for that long and not get cleaned or worn then I wasn't really using them, was I? So I may as well pass them on and probably, hopefully, some other person has been enjoying actually wearing them instead of me just having them in the laundry. But sometimes these things can just accumulate and we hang on to things longer than we need them for. The second way that I have been experimenting with simplification is actually in property. I am by nature, a bit of an accumulator. That I did a survey once a while ago about my money archetype, and uh, I am an accumulator type. And this is definitely true of properties. I like buying property, and I have generally preferred the buy and hold strategy, and don't usually like to sell unless you know, I've had to, or it was part of a, an upgrade kind of purchase. But recently Mick and I decided to simplify that things had just been growing and expanding and you know, there's lots of good things about that, but we decided to let one of the properties go. We weren't emotionally attached to it. It had done its job early days, but wasn't really going anywhere or doing anything much. And so it was just another complication, another property to be dealing with and you know all of the insurances and process and everything that comes with an investment property. So we decided that we could choose to consolidate and to simplify by selling that property. And what that theory was about was really about us consolidating our debt levels and allowing us to focus on paying down the other mortgages of the other properties that we've got. And to be honest, I resisted it at first when we first started talking about it as an option because it goes against my, um, I guess, core nature of being an accumulator of just wanting to build and expand and have more and more. But now that it's gone, it feels good. Somehow it feels a bit cleaner and that all those extra things that are associated with investment properties that just go away. It's one less property for me to have to be managing or worrying about or thinking about. And so I can redirect my time, energy and our money into the other key properties that we have. So simplifying the property portfolio. The next one is a totally different tangent And this is an approach to simplification by working with a stylist. And this is a stylist about clothes and wardrobe stylist, not a interior design stylist. Now, this is something that I have been thinking about, dreaming about, wishing about, wanting to do for literally years to work with a stylist to help me to simplify my wardrobe and the whole process of me choosing things to dress appropriately for the various different events and work situations that I'm in as well as my personal life. Also I realised that there's a big part of what you wear and what I wear that communicates a bit about who I am and so I wanted to make sure that my clothes that I had felt good and made me feel like me and helped me feel confident, when I think about the time and the money that I have wasted on clothes and choosing outfits, it's absolutely ridiculous. I have, as I'm sure a lot of people have, I have bought stuff that I rarely wore or don't really feel that good in, or the amount of time that I have spent flapping about what to wear to certain Events or activities, changing my mind about outfits, and then going back to the first thing that I add on, all of that is just not a good use of my time or energy or money. So finally, I am—I've just started working with a stylist who is going to help me create a what I hope is going to happen is creating a functional, fabulous wardrobe. I've just done the pre-work, initial kind of preparation session, which was really great. And next week, we are actually doing a shopping trip when I'm in Melbourne. Woohoo! Um, So I'm looking forward to that, even though I don't really love shopping, but I'm hoping that the process will be better and easier with her finding clothes for me. So I will keep you posted on how that goes. But so far, I feel really great about it. The last one that I'm going to share with you is on the work front, and that is me simplifying what I'm focusing on and I'm calling that I guess simplification through strategic priorities and the whole work thing is like literally a whole other kettle of fish because I have all the ideas and I want to do them all (laughs) but the reality and experience over the last Recent years, I guess, has shown me that having all the ideas and wanting to do them all is actually not that effective. And I had a, a mentor of mine um, recently, she said something like, Yes, you can have it all, but not all at once. And the Gemini in me has resisted that reality for many years. But I have finally, as part of this mission of simplification, have come around to the decision to, in my work context to choose one strategic focus as my core starting point, to build out, to test and create some momentum around that one thing first as my core message instead of what I sometimes feel like I've been doing, which is bouncing around from one shiny thing to the next, um, doing a bit of this, a bit of that, trying to be a little bit of everything to everyone. Because I'm a Gemini, I tell myself that, which is probably just a belief, but because I'm a Gemini, I love variety and I think I've allowed myself to indulge in that, which is less effective from a business growth perspective. So this is really about simplifying my focus and my message and my headspace, because it all becomes a whole lot clearer and easier when you can simplify what your priority focus areas are and yes there are going to be some people that I won't be working with anymore and I am okay with that because I've decided that it's better for me to be really feeling effective and progressing in one key area that's important to me than dabbling and being bitsy and getting slower progress with a whole lot of different projects on the go and we'll see how that goes. So that's my current approach to simplification, and I'm sure that if I continue that theme, there will be more things that will come up. But what does that bring up for you, that concept of simplification and the benefit of it? Are there areas that you think that you would benefit from simplifying, whether it's at home or your work life? If you had to choose one area to simplify just as a starting point which area would you choose that's it for this week's episode thank you again for listening I hope that it's got you thinking and you're going to take some action as a result of what you have just heard and I hope that you have a great week exploring opportunities for you to simplify see ya Thanks for listening to the transit lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you and come and say hi in the private Facebook group, the transit lounge being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.